Here we go. Join me and together we can rule the galaxy. How? Hello and welcome to Behind the Dreams Podcast. My name is Jordan Wiegand and I have my sister back. Christian Allgaier. And we are breaking down all things Disney, the parks, the movies, the TV shows, uh, everything and anything Disney. So we will start off uh, today by going with, uh, since it's getting close to that Christmas time, we're going to go with your favorite place on Disney World property. For the holidays. And I'll let you go first. Alright. Mine's going to be Magic Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Simply because of all the decorations. Is that like without oh, yeah. party or with party? or? Yeah. Even without the party. Just, okay. I don't know. Kind of says it all. I mean, if you've been there during Christmas, then you know what decorated like. Pretty much that. Mm-hmm. How about yours? Uh, I mean, I like Magic Kingdom. Uh, I like going during the parties more, though, with the uh, the free cocoa and the snickerdoodles and meeting some good characters. Uh, but just to be different, yeah. I'll go with um, Grand Floridian. I like going there around this time of year. Yeah. And seeing the gingerbread house and... Uh, the big tree and, you know, all that good stuff uh, makes it, you know, any of the hotels is really great, too. It makes it a good experience to actually just, like, avoid crowds a little bit and go to, like, a hotel and just see all this cool Christmas decorations that are, you know, spread out through all the parks and resorts. Yeah, we did that last year. After we went up there for something else and we went over to just the resorts to kind of Oh yeah, I remember you. Yeah. hop around and see all of it. I mean, we only went to the those three on the monorail, but yeah, yeah. Now, what's the Polynesian like for Christmas? I can't really remember. I mean, it's pretty. They have they have just like a big tree in the middle there. I miss the think of uh, what else? I miss the fountain that used to be there. Yeah, but I mean, it was pretty. I mean, Grand Floridian is probably the best on that track definitely yeah but yeah it makes it nice that you can just you know it was a quick thing we just parked over there and then hopped on the monorail and went to all three and then that was it all right i think we're good to go to the news now extra extra read all about it Okay, so the first bit of news here is the NBA experience. First information has dropped for that. Uh, that leads us to a opening in summer of 2019 at Disney Springs. 2019, you said? Yeah, yeah. They have a picture of it on, on Disney Parks blog. Uh, you know, uh, like a uh, promo art. Yeah, what's it called? Concept art. It's inspired by the modern architecture of new NBA arenas around the country... It does look like a stadium. The building design exudes the same spirit and energizing impact 
while creating an unmistakable and entertaining connection to the NBA in a way that Disney only can. It's one of several ways Disney Springs is still growing and adding new experiences to delight and entertain our guests. We are inspired by the design of the new building and the energy that it will bring to the west side of Disney Springs, said Senior Vice President of Disney Springs and ESPN Wide World of Sports Complex, Maribeth Bizanere. Bizanere? Something like that. Sorry, I butchered her name. The state-of-the-art space will include interactive games, competitions, immersive experiences, a retail store, and an adjacent restaurant. Pretty much the news there. For the okay. NBA. Your thoughts, Christian? I'm not really that excited for it. What? I thought the NBA was your favorite sport. No. <laughs> I don't... I mean, and then to know how much it's going to cost, we probably won't go. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I don't think I'll go. All right, we're skip moving... Skip that one. What was that? I said we'll skip that Yeah, I don't really watch professional basketball. All right, so we got some other news here. The new Spyglass Grill restaurant at Disney's Caribbean Beach Resort is set to open in early 2018. So they're opening a new uh, grill restaurant. It's a counter service location. There's very limited details on it. Uh, they will feature the Coca-Cola Freestyle Machines. Uh-huh. And... Uh, it's going to be around, rumor has it from WDW News Today website, uh, is that it'll be located between the pool and the beach at Trinidad South in Caribbean Beach. Oh, okay. All right. Side note, I think those Coca-Cola freestyle machines are pretty much everywhere nowadays. Yeah, just not at restaurants with Pepsi. I know, do you think Pepsi will come out with something like it? I don't know. I don't know. Do they have that many, like, flavored drinks? I mean, like, Coke has the, you know, vanilla Coke, Coke with lime. Like, I don't think Pepsi's ever had that. That's true. They have cherry Coke, but that's it. I mean, cherry Pepsi. (laughs) All right, so here's some other news here. We're traveling over to Shanghai for this. Shanghai Disneyland's Toy Story Land is opening in 2018 in the summer. It's not the same as the one that uh, we are having here. Um, they're going to have a ride called Slinky Dog Spin, which um, is not a roller coaster. It's like Slinky in a, uh, as the concept art would show. I mean, it still looks like it's in his backyard. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like Slinky chasing his tail, and it's kind of like a windy circle that it just goes around in a circle. Um, they have R- Rex's Racers. Which is, he's playing along with the RC Racer. It kind of reminds me, I think this is what they have kind of like in uh, in Paris. Where it's like like the like the RC track, and it just kind of yeah. goes up and then slide back down. I gotcha. Um, they have a Woody's Roundup, where you are on uh, horses, like pulling carriages. They all kind of look like bullseye. And that they kind of like, each one's pulling a cart in a ranch. Uh, guests can climb aboard the carts as the ponies start a little square dance, swinging the carts to and fro with music. So I think it's going to kind of be like something that they have over in Disneyland, California with Mater. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. 
So there's going to be a part where you can meet Woody, Jesse, and Bullseye. It's called the meeting post. Um, and there's also going to be an Owl's Toy Barn merchandise shop and a Toy Box Cafe restaurant. Uh, which is going to be themed to Andy's packing boxes for Buzz Lightyear, Mr. and Mrs. Potato Head, and Lotso Hug and Bear. Sounds cool. Yeah, so there's uh, Shanghai Disneyland Toy Story Land. We also got, you know, the news of the Tokyo Disney as we stay in Asia there. Um, Tokyo Disney Resort is going to spend $2.7 billion on further expansion by the year 2025. Uh, which includes a third theme park in that vicinity there. I think that's going to open around the same time of 2025. So that'll be the next biggest one next to Disney World then? Yeah, three parks. Wow. That's a lot of money too. Ooh. Yeah. That one's still not fully owned by Disney, I think. So. That's what I thought. Alright. Next is the Moonlight Magic... Uh, dates here. We got Moonlight Magic. For DVC members. DVC members. Uh, more dates than ever in 2018. Uh, with parties confirmed for every month from January through November. With more dates still to come. Well, I hope that when they add more dates, they're on a Friday or a Saturday. Yeah. The confirmed... Because I can't Sorry, get go to any. <laughs> it's like, because I can't get to any, and it's really sucky. What is this? Is this like what you guys have gone to for the other stuff? Or? Yeah, yeah. Oh, with all the different characters and stuff, like Typhoon and stuff? Yep. Okay. The confirmed slate includes the first Moonlight Magic event at Hollywood Studios. Um, oh, yeah. Where Toy Story Land is scheduled to have made its debut by the time members take over the park. So, I guess the first time that they're going to have Moonlight Magic at Hollywood Studios, Toy Story Land will already be open. And when, what day is Hollywood Studios set to do that? Do you know? Uh, summer. I saw that. I couldn't remember when, but yeah. Okay, that's cool. This is all from Walt Disney World News Today, the fan site here. Because um, oh, Mom sent me the email. They're going to have some in California Adventure. Yeah, I saw that. It's um, only like one two, I think. I so, mean, of course, they're supposed to still add some, so I don't know. January and February is going to be in Magic Kingdom. March and April and May is Animal Kingdom. May and June is Typhoon Lagoon. July and August is Epcot. September, October is Hollywood Studios. And November 15th is California Adventure. Okay. All right. So. And now we also got some news at Hollywood Studios as well with... Uh, Star Wars A Galactic Spectacular returning on December 15th with scenes from The Last Jedi being added. Um, so they're doing this where uh, through December... From December 15th through the 31st, they're going to play Jingle Bell, Jingle Bam uh, first. And then a few hours later, it'll be the Star Wars A Galactic Spectacular uh, and then it'll just be Galactic Spectacular starting on January 1st. Uh, so additions based on The Last Jedi are expected, but may not debut until the 15th of, uh, of December, as they are slated to debut first at Star Wars Galactic Nights on the 16th. <laughs> so yeah, they're going to have a projection show on the Tower of Terror, 
celebrity appearances and more on the on the 16th. Star Wars Launch Bay, Star Wars Path of the Jedi, and Star Wars A Galactic Spectacular are going to have changes with The Last Jedi in there as well. Okay. And on to... There was a Marvel 10th anniversary photo spread for Vanity Fair. It had, you know, pictures of pretty much anybody that's been in these movies, you know, together in costume. Really cool. They have, like, four different covers for Vanity Fair. Uh, That happened a few days before the trailer released, which we have a whole separate podcast about in the feed as well. But you did not get your chance to talk about it. What were your, your thoughts on that trailer? I mean, I think it looks good. I'm, I don't have, like, in-depth things to say, I guess, in a sense, but I think it looks good. And action pack. The kids watch the trailer with me, and they're excited for it. Yeah. Um, but the thing I saw was, who were they saying there wasn't? I mean, somebody said somebody's missing from it, and the only one that I noticed was, like, Thor, but then somebody said... Thor's at the end. Okay. Somebody said there is somebody else missing. Ant-Man's missing, and so is Hawkeye. He wasn't in the trailer. Okay, Hawkeye is who I heard, but I thought I saw Ant-Man. Nope. Yeah, he wasn't in it. Really? Unless if he was Not really small. Not even at the end when they start showing all the different characters. I could have sworn I saw him there. They, they show it when they do, like, the little, like portraits of all the characters like the the marvel opening thing but uh they don't actually show footage of him yeah what's the guy's name that helps captain america who he becomes friends with and has the wings falcon falcon i kept thinking he was hawkeye for some reason when they were saying there was no hawkeye because i was like i saw him (laughs) no i think you need to rewatch uh some uh winter soldier I was going to say, it's been a while. That that one's like one of my favorites, though. The Winter Soldier one. Yeah. But it has been a time. But yeah, I think... Um, well, see, I think I have to rewatch Silver Civil War, too. I haven't really... No, it's not that one. It's the second Avengers that I still Age of Ultron. Yeah, I still don't think I've seen most of that. Like... It's always been on in the background while stuff is going on whenever we ha- have tried to watch it, I think. I mean, everybody else has watched it, but not me. Yeah, and you can also listen to the podcast that I did uh, on the feed uh, for you and for other listeners there. We do break down, uh, we talk about stuff that people may not notice uh, that happens in the comics, and we also talk about uh, stuff that maybe people breezed over or didn't even realize um, had any significance in the trailer as well. 40-some 40, 40 minutes of us talking about a two-and-a-half-minute trailer. So That's pretty intense. That's more talk about that than... Okay, which trailer excited you more? Star Wars or that one? Star Wars, definitely. Um, okay. Star Wars tr- tops everything for me, but... Um, but it was a little different just because this... Uh, at that point, we were still only four episodes in, I think, and we hadn't hit our stride on this. Yeah. Um, no, I'm just curious, though. Yeah. And to be honest, you don't know that much about Star Wars, so I couldn't really go that in-depth with it. But... <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Zach probably would have. But, yeah, that's why I got my friend Matt, if you guys haven't listened to it. Uh, he's on there. He's my former college roommate. And... 
Uh, he likes Marvel as well, and we go all over that stuff. Um, yeah, it was longer than our breakdown of Coco, um, me and Logan did, so. Which was a almost a two-hour movie. We talked more about a two-and-a-half-minute trailer. But I think it's partly like, yeah, you can only break down a movie so much once you've seen it, but like, a trailer, like, uh, we, we put in thoughts of, like, theories and, and who we think's gonna yeah. kick the bucket, and all of that good stuff is in there. Um, I will tell you, I didn't realize it was Captain America that was standing. You, you know that picture that is with it everywhere? You yeah, know, them, about, like, him leading the line. all, like, running. Yeah. And he's, like, in the center. Yeah. I did not realize that was him at first because of the, like, longer hair and the beard and all that. Yeah. He looks awesome. Yeah. I know Joy likes him bearded, I think, so. I'm not a fan of the long hair, though. It's Don't not that long. That's a good idea. It looks long in the thing. It's probably because he's running and he's bouncing, but probably. Captain America. But, yeah, uh, he's... He's, you know, he's away from civilization, really. I mean, like, uh, hiding out, so he's not keeping up with himself there. Yeah, he has no choice. It's okay, I forgive him. <laughs> uh, yeah, Joy wanted to be on that breakdown. I said, what type of what type of in-depth stuff are... And I mentioned this on the podcast, too, but what type of in-depth stuff are, are you going to bring to the table? Because you don't really know that much about, you know, Marvel. She's like, well, I know that Captain America's hot. And I'm like, that's not the type of in-depth... <laughs> It's not what I'm looking for in my, you know, breakdown of the trailer. All right, so we got rumors as well of Bob Chappick. Uh, he's in charge of, you know, he was just, he was originally in charge of uh, Disneyland. I think they promoted him to all of Walt Disney Parks not that long ago to replace Tom Staggs. But Bob Iger, you know, there's rumors because Bob Iger's stepping down at the end of the, um, at, 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 in 2019. And uh, so there's rumors of Chappick being groomed as his successor. Also, we got uh, more rumors, uh, news breaking that Disney is meeting with 20th Century Fox again in order to buy, uh, maybe not the whole company, but definitely some parts of it. Uh, hopefully they get those Marvel characters back in their hands. That would be, that'd be nice. Get Fantastic Four or... Um, you know, if the rights include that, just because I think the rights are held by somebody else that makes yeah. deals that makes deals with 20th Century Fox, um, and uh, the X Men. I'd be interested to see how they would redo Fantastic Four if they were to do that. Oh, it'd probably be so much better. And here's the thing: all well, the, that's why I say that after after Thanos, and, you know, the big purple guy in Infinity yeah. War. Uh, after that arc is done, they don't have that many cosmic threats for the Avengers, really, um, right. that they can do. But, like, Fantastic Four has a lot of them. They have Doctor Doom would be a pretty good one. Uh, Galactus is a big one in Fantastic Four. You know, that's the one that's in the second Fantastic Four with the Silver Surfer. Um, so that would be, you know, that would be really big stuff to build up to as well. But, you know, they need to get those characters back. You know what else I was thinking is like, this is, okay, this is one of those things running through my head as I'm watching that trailer. What happens in like, let's just say, I don't even know how many years, but when my kids are older and then somebody wants to redo all these stories again, like I just can't picture ever liking anybody else as those characters. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like it's hard to think. I mean, I, I just think of how many Batmans have been done and how many different people have played him 
And it's just like, to me, I feel like he will always be Captain America. And I think we're years away from that, though, in the sense well, of like, yeah. like they they have so many, they have 20 more movies planned after this, by the way. 20? Uh, 20 movies planned, yes. That's crazy. Well, okay, but then I read that some of those actors' contracts are up, like, after 2019 or something. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, some people are probably going to die in this one or the next one. And um, what they'll do is they'll they'll probably bench, you know, Cap and Iron Man if they die or if they retire. They're going to probably bench them for a bit. They're going to explore these other characters that they have now. Um, and they're going to keep building ones out of their comics that they have because they got thousands of characters. And when you prove that Guardians of the Galaxy can be successful, you can do whatever you want, <laughs> pretty much. Um, uh, and then you don't have to really worry about it until... Yeah, I, I think they probably don't even have to recast anybody until maybe 10, 15, 20 years from now. I mean... Yeah. Okay, well then... Another question is, which movie is the Thor and Guardians of the Galaxy thing? Like, I was reading that there's a thing. Is that Guardians of the Galaxy 2? What do you mean? Does he make an appearance, or is there some kind of thing between those two? He's at the end of the trailer. Did you watch the end of the trailer? Yeah, but see, I must not. Maybe not. It's maybe right after it, when, when the Avengers logo comes up, it then fades to black, and there's another scene. Oh no, no, no! Yeah, I so you gotta watch that. It's it's Thor on a ship, and he turns and he's like, "Who the hell are you guys?" And it's the Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay, so then they'll be in this movie too. Yes. Or... Yeah. Okay. It, okay. It's see, literally I kept reading people's. It's literally like I... every hero that they've had so far. Well, I kept reading, or yeah, I kept reading people's comments about that part, and I'm like, okay, well, I haven't seen the latest Thor movie, and I haven't seen the latest Guardians, so maybe I'm just missing something. You haven't seen the latest <laughs> Guardians yet, either? No, because Zach and Lucas went to watch it on their, like, daddy day, and neither of them ever want to watch it when I want to watch it, but it's coming on Netflix, I think, this month. Oh, okay. It's so good. I'm going to watch it then, because I, like I really it. want to. Well, Zach apparently does not like it as much as the first one, so he never wants to watch it. I know a lot of people don't like it as much as the second one. People always say that the second, uh, the first one's sorry, the first one's better, uh, which it probably is. But the second one's still, it's still pretty good. Uh, it's in my okay, top, so in my top Marvel films. I swear that when they went to watch that movie, he came back and said that he liked it so much, and it might be better than the first one. So then I'm like, did you forget? I'm, I'm a little confused. Yeah, maybe if he watches again, he'll he'll see. Yeah, so, I don't know. But I just thought it was funny. I'm like, are you sure? Okay, so, Guardians of the Galaxy 2 comes on Netflix um, on Tuesday. Oh, okay, that's really close. <laughs> yeah, I just was like, I'm going to look this up. There you go, yeah, and then at least you can just, you don't have to rent it or anything. Yeah, so Tuesday, that's, that's pretty good. So then you'll just be able to watch it sometime this week? Yeah. Um, and then and then you got to go see Thor because you know it'll probably be on DVD in this, in like February, last week of February yeah. or March. Moving on, 
We had uh, just recently on Thursday, Disney did their magical holiday celebration on ABC, um, hosted by Nick Lachey and Juliana Huff. She, uh, you know, so it had it was pretty much like the Christmas parade is at the on Christmas, um, with singers like Hanson was there. Yeah. Um, uh, I forget who else. I, I watched like most of it. Yeah, they they were there. Oh, you know, Elsa and Anna were there. Um, you know, Idina Manzel and Kristen Bell sang a song together. Yeah, so that was what we had talked about a few weeks ago, I think, right? Where you said we're, we're having two of them. It was that one and then the Christmas parade, I think, this year. Yeah. So, I recorded it. I still got to watch the end of it, but um, they did a little special. They're having Mark Hamill on there as well to talk about, you know, The Last Jedi. Speaking of which, the cast was on Jimmy Kimmel on Friday night. So, after a deer hit into my car, I came home and stayed up till 2 a.m. watching that to unwind because I had so much adrenaline. So, um, <laughs> so, it was nice to, you know, take my mind off of it for a little bit and watch Jimmy Kimmel and uh, the whole cast was there pretty much. You know, they couldn't really tell you anything about the movie. They did tell us the first word of the movie. Which is? We're, like, we are. Oh, okay, okay. W-E apostrophe R-E. And actually, the next day, Daisy Ridley spilled, uh, spilled the beans on the second word, which is not. So, the first two words of The Last Jedi are, we're not. That doesn't give away too much, I don't think. No, it doesn't. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't help me any. Uh, yeah, because the first, they did this last year, two, uh, two years ago with The Force Awakens, and it was, the first words were, this will, were the first two words. Which is Poe telling Lor Santeca on Jakku, this will begin to make things right, as he gets the map to Skywalker. Hmm. Um, and then Kylo Ren comes down and all that stuff, so. So it could mean anything, it could mean anything. My personal yeah. theory is that it is the First Order... Uh, talking about how they are not going to take, you know, they're not going to let the resistance get away with, you know, blowing up Star Killer Base. That's my thought on that. Got some news on uh, the live action uh, Mulan, uh, which is going to be Chinese actress. Uh, I'm not going to do well on this one. Um, Chinese actress uh, Liu, Liu uh, Yifei. Uh, L-I-U-Y-I-F-E-I. Uh, if she's listening, which she's not, I'm sorry I butchered your name. Um, <laughs> she's also known as Crystal Liu or Crystal Liu. Um, but yeah, she's she's the one that's going to play uh, uh, Mulan. Disney is removing the Frozen short from Coco starting on 12-8, I believe the news is. Some theaters Thursday. said... Yes, well, Friday. Friday. Some theaters said the 9th are when they're doing that. But that'll cut down the... Uh, and actually, they could probably fit in another showing, I think they said, with the how many times they're removing 21 minutes. They can fit in another yeah. show for the day. So I think that would have been beneficial today. I mean, it was cute, but like I said, like right probably 30 minutes before the end, Nathan was kind of like... yeah. And he's never been like that before, but our show time or our movie time was 12.25 and Coco didn't start until 1 o'clock. Yeah, yeah. And, um, yeah, with previews and everything. Um, yeah. Yeah, it definitely should have just been on ABC, to be honest. Yeah. Um, 
but I think what they said is that Lasseter had seen it and was like, "This is too good for, for TV," TV. and put it on there. So. Well, I do know that there have been some people on discussions that I've read saying that they would have never gone to see Coco otherwise. That's ridiculous. And that they bought the ticket because their kids love Frozen so much, which I, I totally agree with you. There's no way I spend the amount of money that movies are these days to watch a 22-minute episode because I also read that it will be coming to Netflix this month. Yeah, and not just that, but it's... It's not even like a... Uh, it's not like the kids are going to know. They're not really actively promoting this short in front of it on commercials. Well, that's what I thought. I had right? never seen previews for it, but apparently people had. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. No, I... Now, to be honest, I did, I did go see the first Frozen movie originally just to see the Get a Horse short in front of it. But... So see, yours is even worse. First time... I was a grown-up, though, okay? And... And uh, it was your own money. I and, know. And... And... I did want to see Frozen, but I didn't think it was going to be that good, to be honest. I, I did not... The commercials made Frozen look like it was a... It, it focused a lot on Olaf in the commercials. Not on the well, sister dynamic dynamic at all. Um, no, but even after I watched that movie and walked out of the thing, I never would have thought it was going to be what it was. I mean, I, don't know. I liked I, it. But I yeah. didn't think it was something that was going to explode into being, like, a phenomenon. Yeah. To me, it wasn't as, you know, I, I don't know. I guess to me it was good, but nothing, like, so much better than anything else. I just, I guess I didn't get that part, but I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it was, I don't know. For me, it's it's the, one of the best ones in a while until they get to that, until they get to the, you know, uh, it's part of that, you know, brand new lineup that's just hit after hit since Lasseter took over, which yeah, still no word on if he's coming back or not. Yeah, I, yeah. I would assume he's not, to be honest. But um, well, surprised. I just hope they keep going on a good, good streak. But like you said, like you and Logan were saying last weekend, because I listened or whatever, like it kind of got to the point where they're making sequel after sequel of movies. So maybe. Mm-hmm. Maybe if somebody else came in, we could get back to some originals. Definitely, definitely. I want I want more original stuff. Cause it's more exciting. Like I and I think that's the thing. When I went to watch Coco today, it's like surprise out of I didn't know what was coming, but also like surprise in the sense of it didn't in in a way. It didn't let me down. Well, it definitely didn't let me down. But you know how some movies, they put all the good stuff in the previews. Yeah. And then you get to the movie and it's like, oh, why are you saw this? And you want it to be even better than what the previews give you. You know what I mean? And that's that's what it was. It was so much more than I expected from the previews. And I mean, like, honestly, when I first saw the previews, I was kind of like, eh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I want to go see it. And then after hearing so many people say how good it was, I was like, okay, I need to go see it, you know? Mm -hmm. But it's like, if you get those movies that are sequel after sequel, not that you know everything that's going to happen, but it's just like, your expectations rise almost because like, like I know my expectations for frozen two are going to be sky high because frozen was good. Right. Right, Really good. So if they let me down on that, movie yeah exactly but it's like if you have like i didn't have that many expectations going to coco like i said 
Um, I didn't have that many expectations going in Frozen when they first went in. Um, I didn't have very many expectations for Moana either. Moana, uh, Zootopia. Anytime I went into a, a new movie, I was like, you know, like you said, you're 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 just kind of going in like, hey, I've seen some commercials. I've hear the cast is good, or I hear the, um, you know, the people that make the movie are they done these movies. You know, like for Moana, oh, yeah. they had done you know Treasure Planet and um, Hercules and Aladdin, and you know they had done all these good movies. And Lin Manuel Miranda doing the music, and you know uh, the rock and in it. So you're like, this is going to be good. And then, uh, but I didn't think it was going to be amazing, you know. And then I came out of it and I was like, wow, that was awesome. That's the fun part of having like low expectations and new characters, where you're like, just kind of like, it's a blank slate, and you're like, impress me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and like, you're like, I have no idea what this movie is going to do, what it's going to be about, what you know what I mean, like. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. It, I mean, what's supposed to come out next year at this time? Uh, next year at this time is Wreck-It Ralph 2. Oh, that's right. Okay, well, I'm, I'm so excited for that one because I, I love Wreck-It Ralph. But. I am, but I mean, it's just like, uh, you know, Wreck-It Ralph 2, uh, Incredibles 2, Toy yeah. Story 4, and then uh, Frozen 2. You know, we're, so four, they have no originals No originals out. in the nearby future. Yeah, that is G- sad. Gigantic was supposed to come out next March, then got pushed back to next November, then got pushed to November 2019, and then pushed off the schedule altogether. So That was their next original. Um, and like I said last week, actually, I was looking forward to that because it was a, um, a, a different take on Jack and the Beanstalk. It was a different culture because it was going to be taking place in Spain and not like a normal, you know, like not like... People usually think of, like, Old England or something for Jack and the Beanstalk. Yeah. And uh, so that's that's kind of what I was hoping for, but I guess they just never could get it together. All right, so in the rumor section we have here today is there are two proposed sites, either between the land and the seas in Future World or directly over the entrance to Epcot, most likely connecting to the pre-existing monorail huh. for a hotel. That'd be weird. Yeah, it would be, uh, you know, it sounds like, you know, Disney really likes the idea of having resorts connected to the actual inside of theme parks. Grand Californian Hotel does it um, in uh, California. Disneyland, there's Disneyland Hotel at Disneyland Paris, which drops you off right in the middle of the park. The Star Wars Hotel might be somehow connected to letting you right into the park to keep that experience of having your own Star Wars story. So where would that be at? At Hollywood Studios? I guess they could probably build some sort of way to take you there without it actually interfering. Though anyway, yeah, you know, like uh, like I don't I don't know where the site is supposed to be for that one. Yeah, that's why I was wondering. But you know, they have um, you know at at uh, Universal they have the Hogwarts train that can take you uh, the Hogwarts Express that has like the fake windows that has scenery. So I mean, they could do something like that too. Yeah. Oh, also, I forgot one more thing here. Um, that is, there are amazing popcorn buckets now at Disney Parks, um, which is a huge bucket that is shaped as an ATAT from uh, Empire Strikes Back. Oh, yeah. That's cool. Um, also, wanted to mention the live stream of Jingle Bell Jingle Bam on December 4th at 7.55 Eastern Time. 
Um, so that's going to be tomorrow from when we record it. Probably today if you're listening. Or, sorry, you missed it. Uh, if you listen later than Monday. Also, December 10th, there's going to be an opportunity to meet Disney legend Kurt Russell with Vacation Club members at Epcot before narrating the Candlelight Processional. Go meet Kurt Russell if you're a Disney Vacation Club member. Yeah, I did. I read that. All right, and now we'll just have a quick moment here going through the schedule of Freeform's 25 Days of Christmas, which is a Disney entity. And then well, we'll go... and really quick, yep. I just want to add, like, for those that don't have access to that, I guess, um, December 12th, the three Santa Claus movies are coming on to Netflix. Oh, okay. Which I think is exciting because I... Watch them on your own time. It's never on there, yeah. All right, so we'll go through this, then we'll go to the character of the week, and then uh, you can give a brief overview of what you thought of Coco. Oh, we forgot to also say about the Frozen Ever After Fast Passes, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. They're changing it from 11 to 9 a.m. now? Yeah, and that's like, um, it's already in the war, you know, it's already happening. They're already available, yeah. so. And I feel like there was one more thing. Hold on. Oh, that if you wanted to... Spend three hundred and fifty dollars. Um, <laughs> you can do Disney's Yuletide Fantasy, which is um, a backstage tour that they give, where you go down Main Street and see all the decorations and the people meet all the cast members who help decorate um, the hotels and theme parks. You explore the World Showcase and hear how holidays are celebrated around the um, world. You get to do Christmas Fest at the Germany Pavilion, Diversity of Traditions in America, etc. Um, what was the other thing? Oh, you explore one resort, and then you get a special holiday treat and little gift. But, like I said, it was $350. Isn't that what I said it was? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, here it is. And then um, on December 15th, the Walt Disney Studios at Burbank in the lot is having a special event. D23 is having it. A Star Wars The Last Jedi celebration with VIP members only experience. That's $350. See, I was wrong. Um, So that's $350 plus a $15 processing fee. Um, you get a character experience, a D23 exclusive gift, and a screening of The Last Jedi. And then the producers behind Cupcake Wars and Halloween Wars will be a grand, will have a grand reveal of a custom-made cake for the event. But that is what is $350. So your Yuletide tour, where you get to go behind and see all the Christmas decorations, is $99. I thought it was wrong. Okay. Wow, that all sounds amazing. Here's your free form, 25 days of Christmas, and guess what? It's actually only going to be uh, 21 days of Christmas because it's already the, the fourth by the time you're listening. So 12.55 a.m. on the fourth, which is probably too late for you guys. Santa Claus is coming to town. Is playing. 7.30 a.m. Santa Paul's 2 Santa Pups. Okay? Classic movie. Um... Just kidding, I have no idea. 11 a.m., Mickey's Twice Upon a Christmas. I have that one. 12.30 p.m. 
is Arthur Christmas. 2.30 p.m. is the Santa Claus. Uh, here's what I'll never understand. Right after that one at 4.35 is the Santa Claus 3, the Escape Clause. Play the second one before you play the third one. I know, I don't get that either. 6.40 is Elf. And 8.50 p.m. on Monday the 4th is National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. We'll go over to the 5th. 12 a.m. is Four Christmases. Vince Vaughn, Reese Witherspoon. Uh, I love that one. 7.30 a.m. is The Mistletones. No idea what that is. Oh, it's, um, if I'm correct, it's the, what's the two twins? Are they the Mount Lowry sisters? Oh, yeah. The uh, Tia and Tamara Mowry. Yes, yes. Mowry. I think it's them in it. I think. Then 12.30 p.m. is Four Christmases again. 2.30 p.m. is Angry Angel. 4.35 is Elf. 6.45 is National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. And 8.55 is the Polar Express. And that's the fifth. Uh, on the sixth is Eloise at Christmas Time at 12 a.m. Snow Globe at 7.30 a.m. 12 p.m. is Angry Angel again. 2.05 is Eloise at Christmas time again. 4.15 is Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory for no reason. 6.45 is the Polar <laughs> Express. And 8.50 is Elf. Because Willy Wonka is not a Christmas movie, is it? No. 12 a.m. on the 7th is National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. 7 a.m. is Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory again. 11 a.m. is Snow Day. 1 p.m. is The Nightmare Before Christmas. 2.35 p.m. is National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. 4.45 is Disney's A Christmas Carol with Jim Carrey. 6.50 is Elf. Uh, and Toy Story is at 9 p.m. I guess for the end scene where they get a Christmas gift. Uh, get a puppy. Uh, 12 a.m., A Dentist, A Menace Christmas on Friday the 8th. D didn't know they had a Dennis the Menace Christmas movie. 7 a.m. Yeah. is The Little Drummer Boy. 7.30 a.m. is Dennis the Menace Christmas again. 11 a.m. is Chris The Nightmare Before Christmas. 12.40 p.m. is Eloise at Christmas Time. 2.45 is Disney's A Christmas Carol with Jim Carrey. <clears throat> And here's where they get it right on Freeform. Are you ready? 4.50 is Toy Story. 6.50 is Toy Story 2. 9 o'clock is Toy Story 3. And at 11.30, it's Toy Story the Time... Toy Story that Time Forgot. Which I just picked up for 10 bucks at Target. So if you have not gotten that and you want it, 10 bucks at Target. As of Sunday, you know, the deals run from Sunday to Saturday. So if you're listening... Two weeks later or a week later, you're out of luck. Um, Saturday the 9th is 12 a.m. Arthur Christmas. 7 a.m. Rudolph and Frosty's Christmas in July. 9.05. They're getting exact here. Eloise at Christmas time. 11.10 is Arthur Christmas again. 1.15 is Toy Story 2. 3.25 is Toy Story 3. 5.55 is Toy Story that time forgot. 6.25 is the Santa Claus, 8.35 is the Santa Claus 3, the Escape Clause, and 10.45 is National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Sunday, the 10th, 
twelve fifty five is Jack Frost. The uh, not the creepy Jack Frost movie, but the stop motion one. Seven a.m. is Jack Frost again. Eight a.m. <laughs> Eight a.m. is Snow Day. Ten o five is Richie Rich's Christmas Wish. Twelve ten is the Santa Claus Three: The Escape Clause. Two fifteen is Disney's A Christmas Carol with Jim Carrey. Four twenty is the Santa Claus. Six thirty is National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Eight forty is Elf, and ten fifty is Four Christmases. Monday the eleventh, the first time this appears on the schedule so far. My favorite, one a.m. The year without a Santa Claus. Seven a.m. The Bells of Fraggle Rock. Wow, that's pretty cool. The Fraggle Rock <laughs> Christmas special on you? Yeah, I feel like it was on there last year, too. 7.30, Richie Richards' Christmas Wish. 11 a.m., The Little Drummer Boy. 11.30 a.m. is Disney's A Christmas Carol. 1.35 is Santa Claus is Coming to Town. 2.40 is A Year Without a Santa Claus. 3.40 is Four Christmases. 5.50, it's the seventh or eighth time, it's Elf. 8 p.m. is Disney's Fairy Tale Weddings Holiday Magic. And 9 p.m. is the Polar Express. That's Monday the 11th, about a week from today. Um, 12 a.m. on the Tuesday the 12th is Eloise at Christmas Time. I don't even know what that movie is, but it's everywhere this year. On the schedule. <laughs> 7 a.m. is Nestor the Long-Eared Christmas Donkey. Nestor is not even the best Christmas donkey. That's Dominic. 7.30 is Eloise at Christmas Time. 11 a.m. is Santa Claus is Coming to Town. 12.10 p.m. is National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. 2.20 is The Nightmare Before Christmas. 4 o'clock is the Jan- Johnny Depp uh, Abomination Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. 6.40 is the Polar Express, and 8.50 is the Santa Claus. 12 a.m. on Wednesday the 13th is Rudolph and Frosty's Christmas in July. 7 a.m. is Twas the Night Before Christmas. 7.30 a.m. is National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. 11 a.m. is Rudolph's Shiny New Year. 12.10 is The Nightmare Before Christmas. 1.50 is Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. 4.30 is Elf. 6.40 is the Santa Claus, and 8.50 is the Santa Claus 3, the Escape Clause. They really could consolidate this to five days of Christmas, because they're just playing they the same could. movies it's, over and over again. It is. It is the same ones. And then to think that there's other movies that they don't play. Like, Jingle All the Way's never on there, is it? No, they probably don't have the rights to it. Oh, that's true. I'll go over some new ones, though, here on the... I'm not going to go through them all again. Uh, the 14th on Thursday is 11 a.m. Mickey's Christmas Carol. Uh, 11.30 a.m. is Christmas Cupid. That hasn't been on the list so far. And the rest of them are all as you had heard. The 15th of... I'm only going to pick out new movies now. Um uh, Nothing new on the t- Friday the 15th. Same old, same old. So go see Star Wars. All these other movies have been on a million times. Go see Star Wars. Um, <laughs> what Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas finally makes its appearance on the 16th of Saturday at 10.05 a.m. Oh, and here's the first time Dr. Seuss's How the Grinch Stole Christmas 
is on the list from now. Oh, and 1155 is Christmas with the Cranks. And that's Saturday the 16th. So they finally threw us in three new movies that day. Disney's Prep and Landing is on Sunday the 17th at uh, 2.30 p.m. And then the third at 3 p.m. is the second Prep and Landing movie, Naughty vs. Nice. Frozen is on that day at 8.15. Decorating Disney Holiday Magic, 8 p.m. on Monday the 18th. 7 a.m. on the 19th. Frosty's Winter Wonderland. Jeez, this, they used to have so many more. What, what are they doing? Yeah, I know. It's almost gotten sad. It is very sad. Nothing new on the and 20th. To think, and to think me and Mom can't get our like favorite one on there. Ah, 7 a.m. Grandma got run over by a reindeer on Thursday the 21st. Okay, but here is my problem. Some of these movies only play in the middle of the night, and then they're never on again. And yeah. it's like... Or 7 a.m. on a, on, a, on a work day. Yeah, like, you could replace the hundredth time that you show Eloise's Christmas time in a regular time. Yeah. Uh, 12.35 on the 21st is Holiday in Handcuffs. That's one of their own original movies, and they haven't even played it yet. Oh, I know. that It's that one, that other one that I told you, Christmas Cupid, and I don't think... Was Snow Globe on there yet? Not yet. It's on. But I it think it's on, on Netflix. There, right? It's on Netflix, I think. Yeah, but I mean, like those. It's like, how can you not play it more? I don't understand. Twelve a.m. on the twenty-second is Home Alone: The Holiday Heist. And then we're back to no new movies on the twenty-third. Let's see what Christmas Eve's got. Nothing. Christmas Eve, same stuff. Christmas Day. Is the same old, same old. And apparently it's, it's uh, let's see, the 26th, uh, ooh, ends at 12 a.m. on the 26th with four Christmases. So that leads us to the character of the week, and then we will break down our last question of the day. But uh, character of the week this week is Fix-It Felix. Um, so... He's the hero of the game, Fix-It Felix Jr., and the ultimate good guy, according to my Who's Who book. Um, And he's well-loved by all. He never goes anywhere without his hammer. Unlike the other Nicelanders, Felix has never actually been mean to Ralph. He just never stopped to consider what it might be like to be a bad guy. Um, You know, he marries Sergeant Calhoun at the end of uh, the movie. Spoiler. In the original script, Felix was the star of the movie. And uh, also, nice little trivia here, Felix can speak Cubertese. Cubertese from Cubert. Uh, um, other trivia, he is the um, only main character in the film to be seen regenerating after dying. Um, in Latin, Felix means lucky and successful. Um... True to his name, Felix can fix anything with his magical golden hammer, including physical injuries. Anything the hammer touches is, you know, restored to pristine condition and cannot be used to destroy or damage things, um, like when he breaks the prison bars and it reinforces them. Um, Let's see. uh, 
in one scene of the film, Felix mentions Mario. Mario is Nintendo's mascot, and uh, you know, Fix It Felix is actually inspired by Mario because Mario's a plumber. Fix It Felix is a a handyman type guy, so they kind of you know have that same. And it's a platforming game, and uh, Wreck It Ralph is kind of like Donkey Kong throwing you know barrels and breaking stuff. Um, mm-hmm. So originally. Fix-It Felix's appearance was a figure made of measuring rulers and instead changed to a human wearing overalls to a human wearing a plumber uniform. It's the second character voiced by Jack McBrayer for Disney. Uh, the first one is Irving from Phineas and Ferb. Even though Felix wears a short sleeve blue shirt and carries a golden hammer in the game... The film shows that Fix-It Felix Jr.'s game cabinet has pictures of him wearing a yellow shirt carrying a normal hammer. That is our trivia on Fix-It Felix Jr. One of my favorite characters from uh, Wreck-It Ralph. Yeah, he was good. Yeah, so I guess we'll go over to our last question. We're running a little long here today. So it's if you could change or if you could add or take away something on Freeform's 25 Days of Christmas, what would it be? Okay, I think I'm going to have to go with add, and I'm going to add more Christmas movies and less plays <laughs> of... You know, I give them applause this year because there's no Harry Potter marathon this year. Yes, oh my gosh, that's always bothered It's always me. on during Christmas, and it has nothing to do with... There's always just one scene with Christmas. I wish, Okay, but see... Yeah. Isn't that kind of the same way with Toy Story? Though? Yeah, I wish they'd get rid of Toy Story on there, too. Play okay, Toy Story That Time Forgot, because that's an actual Christmas special. Yeah, so you but can play otherwise, it. take it off. Throw on Olaf's Frozen Adventure, um, you know, once you take it off of Coco. And uh, less elf runnings, less... Christmas Vacation plays. Less Santa Claus and Santa Claus 3. Santa Claus 2 wasn't on there. I don't know if that means somebody else has the rights. And I never would understand that, to be honest. I would never understand why somebody else would have the rights to, like, a middle film or anything. Yeah. Um, it yeah. just seems pointless if you can't get the original. Um, especially because the Santa Claus 2 is not even that great. Um, neither is the third one. You can just play the first one. It's fine. <laughs> No, but just reading that schedule makes me angry because Year Without a Santa Claus is one of my favorites, but it doesn't seem like it's on in the evening at all this year. I used to be yeah. able to watch it at least around 7 p.m. I mean, this is all like, they're all in the afternoon or in the early morning, and the evenings are always Four Christmases, Christmas Vacation, Elf, and Santa Claus, Santa Claus 3. And it's just crazy. They don't even have their own films on there. Um, like what? Like Holiday in Handcuffs, oh. and that was yeah. on there once. Snow Globe didn't see it at all, right? Or maybe it was on there once. Yeah, I think it's on. I think it's on here once. And I don't even watch those movies. But if you're gonna make an original film, put in put it in some plays. I, well, that's the other thing. I wish they would. I wish they would. Well, they have actually. That Angry Angel is their new one this year. Yeah. 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 But, like, like I was looking, this is what it was. I was looking for this Christmas Cupid, which is one of their originals, because it has Chad Michael Murray in it. And uh, everybody was saying about it, the little one tree hill group. And it's on December 14th at 11.30 a.m. That's yeah. it. One time in the middle of the day. 
I did on a get Thursday. Because it was on demand. But it was just the point. It's your movie. Yep. That's what I don't get. It's got to be cheaper to have your own rights than buying the rights to Elf and Christmas Vacation. Christmas with the Cranks is a good one, too. Was Elf always on 25 Days of Christmas? Or was it... I think it used to be on USA more often, to be honest. I don't know. It's been on here for a while. But Christmas with the Cranks. See, even that. It's like 11.55 at night or 8.30 in the morning. Yeah. But yeah, like Prep and Landing should be on here a good bit. Because that's... Disney, yeah. <laughs> the... Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, though. That one gets me. Why did it take so long to put... Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas on when you got Mickey's Twice Upon a Christmas on a million times. I, I don't get it. Actually, I think Once Upon a Christmas was on this morning. Yeah, but I didn't look at that. So I'm saying from from tomorrow to the 25th, it's on two times, I think. Like, okay, and then that Mistletones movie is one of their originals as well. Okay. That's still not from even on there that much. I saw it on there like no. three times. I mean, From 2012. And it has Tia Mari and Tori Spelling. I thought it looked like Tori Spelling in the picture. Hmm. Yeah. I haven't, I haven't seen that one, but... I don't know. I just feel like it. this used to be a big event every year, and I just don't even end up watching it that much now. I, I watch no, my own stuff. So I was going to say, the ones that they end up playing, it's like they're available everywhere at that point. Yep. Arthur Christmas is a good one, too. I've never seen it. That's actually a really cute one. I think it was on Netflix one year and we watched it. But it's just... No, I mean, my, mine would be the same way. I'd add more different ones. There's so many different ones you could have out there. Even Mickey's Christmas Carol was only on there a few times. I mean, that, that's a classic. Yeah. Did they even have... They don't have, like, the Muppets Christmas either, I guess. I, I don't, I don't, nope. I don't know if they have the rights to that. That's another one that seems silly to not have the rights to. Yeah. I, I You know, it's just... I, I'm glad I didn't see Harry Potter on the list. <laughs> um, I, I know never every understood year I that. never understand that. And I don't understand Toy Story. I get it's a kid movie, family movie. Nothing to do with Christmas except for that one scene. And in the second and third one, there's no Christmas scene at all. Yeah. Well, that's why when you said Harry Potter and the one scene, I'm like... Toy Story isn't either. Yeah. And I love Toy Story. I'm guessing one way they can say is, hey, you get toys for Christmas. I don't know. I guess they can justify it some way. But yeah, clearly it's just all about the ratings. They know these movies are going to do better than the other movies that they have, so they play these movies. They I play... don't know, though. There's a lot more complaints about it than anything most of the time. I'm sure it's like more of a vocal minority though to be honest. I'm sure Elf still brings in tons of ratings. Christmas Vacation, Chris, Santa Claus. They probably all bring yeah. in really good ratings. Toy Story brings in good ratings all the time. So, while the rest of us may not enjoy it as much now, I'm sure it probably still draws in the people. But I remember I used to just turn that on anytime I wanted to watch a Christmas thing and it would be something different. It wouldn't always be the same thing. Yeah. They'd eventually get in, like, a circle of, you know, like, repeats, but you shouldn't be repeating the same thing. Like, I looked at the schedule, what, for the fourth, for this week upcoming, and we're already in, like, where they played, like, Elf every day and, and Christmas Vacation every day, and it's like, how many times can people watch the same movie over and over again for one year? 
Yeah. I usually watch my Christmas movies once a year, and then I'm I'm done. Oh. I agree. I'm also excited I can watch Jingle All the Way because of your thing. Yeah, the voodoo sharing. Yeah, I watched it. we watched it last week. Um, so far, I've only watched like that one, and then a Hallmark movie. Or no, Lifetime. Um, Mario Lopez and Melissa Joan Hart were in one. Isn't that the Holiday in Handcuffs? No, but you're right. They are in that one together, too. No, this one was a Lifetime movie, and it was about... um, They both owned toy stores. Like, competing against each other. Uh, You know what? I think I've seen parts of that. From when Mom watches it. But I've only watched Jingle all the way so far, so I'll eventually get sit down and watch. Uh, um, hopefully, like Mickey's Christmas Carol. Um, Mickey's. Oh, we did watch. We watched that other one this morning. So. Mickey's once and upon a Christmas. Mickey's twice upon a Christmas, and then I want to watch You Without a Santa Claus and Santa Claus is Coming to Town, and then I think I'll be okay for the rest of the time being. Until Christmas Eve and then, you know, Christmas stories on TNT. All right. Well, I think that about wraps us up pretty much. Uh, did you want to talk about Coco at all before you go? Just like your general thoughts for the people? Uh, I loved it and everybody should go see it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was, it, well, we kind of mentioned it earlier. It's, it was better than, than I hoped for. You know, exceeded my expectations, although I didn't really have tons of expectations because I feel like they didn't, you know, give everything away. But it was very good, and it has a very good story to it. And the music's awesome, too. What? The music's awesome in it. Yeah, and you will cry. Yep, tears of sadness and joy and everything there. Um, So we will, you know... um, Next week, you will not be here, so I'll have a um, special guest star next week. Um, yep. Oh, yes, that's what I wanted to say. So I won't be here for that, but I'm going to go, I don't know if I'll go live, but I was going to say I'll go on Instagram stories, but I guess I could go live on the thing, too. I don't know. Yeah, do but, everything, really. I mean, go live on Facebook, go Instagram, whatever. But we... um well, first of all, on Friday, we're getting there, and we're going to the Circus Soleil show, because that's ending December 31st, hmm. and we want to see it before it ends. And then Saturday, we're going to Hollywood Studios, so we'll be seeing all the, um, you know, Christmas decorations there, yeah. and then the Jingle Bell, Jingle Bam, which I'm excited, because we haven't seen that yet. And then Sunday, we will be in Magic Kingdom, so... Oh, but I plan to also do Disney Springs and see the um, Christmas tree trail thing. Okay. Oh, and also uh, take a picture of that new uh, magic shop facade while you're there. Oh, yes, yeah, yes, right, yeah. Right there. So we can put it on the Facebook page and people can see it. Um, but yeah, so it sounds fun. Um, I will be in cold Maryland recording instead. All right, so uh, here's where you can uh, find us at Twitter at BT Disney Podcast, Facebook.com backslash Behind the Dreams Podcast, 
Um, the Instagram is at Behind the Dreams Podcast. The YouTube is Behind the Dreams Podcast channel. We're on Stitcher, SoundClouds, iTunes. Please rate us on the iTunes store. Um, helps people find us, and it makes us look good. We have. Uh, oh, there was some other thing I wanted to say. Why don't you plug your your thing real quick? Um, so you can follow me on Instagram at allguyeradventures, A-L-G-U-I-R-E, adventures, and then also follow the podcast at Behind the Dreams Podcast on Instagram. Also want to give a shout out to my pal Logan. He was on last week. He's got his own podcast. Um, that link is going to be in today's show as well. Um, it's called We Met Behind the Castle on iTunes and SoundCloud. Um, really good at, you know, he gives tips and tips and stuff. He has a segment called Teaching the Teaching Corner um, where he teaches you, you know, tips and tricks on navigating Disney for people who may not be as experienced in it. Feel like I'm missing. Oh, we also have an email if you in case you guys want to email us. Okay, the email is behind the dreams podcast at gmail.com. Wow, that was easier than I had thought. Um, so, you know, you can send us notes or uh, email us, tell us how awesome we are or awful we are. You can tell us, um, you know, you can write, write in some questions. We can answer them on the show as well. All right, well, I think yep. that's everything. Um, I guess uh, tell them goodbye and that you'll see them in two weeks or whatever. Yep, so I'll see you guys later, but don't forget to check out our Instagram stories because I will be posting there. Um, And then I'll be back in two weeks. All right, well, everybody, thanks for listening, and uh, I'll talk to you all next week. Thanks. (laughs) See you all real soon.